right, we're back with you guys and gals once again for another episode of the Heavy Galaxy Show. And we've got another very cool one for you folks today. As I'd like to welcome to the show for multi-platinum selling hard rockers, Tesla. We're pleased to welcome guitarist Dave Rue to the show. Thanks for joining us, Dave. How are you, man? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's officially March Madness, Dave. Tesla, you guys are gearing up for the start of the band's Las Vegas residency, which actually starts tonight, March 17th, sold out show. At the House of Blues, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, one in five shows you guys are doing. Obviously, you got one tomorrow night on the 18th, and then you pick back up next week on the 22nd, 23rd, and 25th. So, Dave, a week in Vegas. I mean, hopefully you're not much of a, a gambler because, man, you know what they say, if you have a week in Vegas, man, a lot of that money you're going to earn this week, and you can pretty much blow if you if you're not right, getting right. you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I, I'm lucky. I, I I've never been into gambling, so you know, walking through the casino is just a whole lot of noise and flashing lights on my way to the coffee shop or the bar. Really. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Dave, talk about the residency. I mean, what was really the impetus, I guess, for the band making this happen? Was was this something that they someone approached you with, or did you guys always kind of want to do something like this? You know, I I think they approached us. I don't know. I didn't I, I didn't have anything to do with the booking of it, but um, I I. I've always wanted to do it, you know, because I, I've, I love Vegas. Um, even, again, even without the gambling, there's just so much stuff going on. It's just kind of a fun, you know, place to, to spend a couple of days. So if you're there, and there's so many great shows. And, you know, then when, when more rock bands started doing residencies, I always thought, wow, that would be so fun. You know, I, I really wish we could do that. But I always thought, oh, you know, we're, we're sort of smaller than most of the bands that have done residencies so far. Like it's, more big arena bands that come and they build them a stage and they're fucking here for three months. And, you know, all, that whole deal is like, well, you know, that's probably not in the cards, but um, the way this worked out, it's perfect. And it kind of seems like, you know, I've seen a few smaller, not small bands, but just bands that aren't huge arena stadium bands on their own um, starting to do these. And it makes a lot of sense, you know, like uh, for fans, because if I was an intest, I would still be a fan and I would totally go to this, you know? So, mm -hmm. and, and it's a weekend, like you can, you can be living in anywhere and you want to come spend two or three days in Vegas, see your yeah. favorite band and, and have a good time. So I, I think it's a, it's a great mix. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, that's, what's really cool um, about it. Yeah. It's a destination city and people are, are yeah, in a situation like this, people are actually coming to you where it's not like you're going to their town you know so it's a little bit of different now i mean as a musician i mean does that make you i guess do you feel a little bit i guess looser maybe or just knowing that you know I, everyone's coming to see us and you know it's just it's is it making a little bit more relaxed as, as an entertainer getting up there knowing that it's more of that instead of you going to you know traveling to a city well i mean it's more uh, i think you know we'll see right because tonight's the first show but i i mm. I think maybe just the rest of of our regular days will be more relaxed because we're not traveling you know like True. you know I, I love to 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 tour and, and to, to to see new places and all that but it definitely is tiring you know and and it you know after doing it for so many years it, it kind of takes a lot out of you after a while um again i still love it so you know i'm stoked to like we're going out in april and i'm you know looking forward to just being on a regular tour where we wake up in a new city every day and that's that's got a, a lot of cool you know, charm to it. But um, this sort of idea of being in the same place for so long is is really unique, you know, and, and to not have to be like, okay, well, now I got to pack up like, you know, like, mm -hmm. I'm in my room and like, 
I'm leaving my shampoo out. Like I never get to do that. You know, like, like yeah. after I wash my hair, I got to fucking dry it and put it away. Cause I'm leaving in an hour, mm. you know, like there's like, wait, I, I can just leave it weird. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. like, you, you never get to do that. So it's those little things are fun. And, and as far as the show, I mean, I think the for me, I would imagine for, for the other guys too, it's the show is always the show, right? It's the same. And, and just, um, you, as far as like the, the, intensity and the, the effort you put towards it. So I, I think the shows themselves are going to be really exciting. And, you know, it'll be interesting to to see how it is playing the same venue so many nights in a row, because we've done two night stands a couple times and, oh, and they're okay. really fun. And that is weird in itself to be in the same venue, the same, you know, two days in a row. It's like, whoa, this is strange. Like you go into this, the second day for sound check and everything's already there. You know, it's like, oh, wow. You know, it's nice for the crew right. to tear yeah. down every night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's you know, really fun. Hey, hey, brother, I'm I'm here in Vegas, so oh, cool. uh, I'll be there tonight. Sweet. So hopefully, I get to meet you guys uh, tonight. Yeah. Um, massive fan. So let's link up. Absolutely. Vegas is such a perfect concept um, for this residency. I've been for over twelve years now, and it's it's just need to watch it just grow 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 the idea of the residency scorpions not too long ago did one and i i i saw you all with the scorpions and mm-hmm. uh the arena at t-mac or whatever it's called i remember um, that show i actually yeah. had a 102 degree temperature and my wife thought it was fucking crazy you know i was like i'm going you know and yeah. uh and that was really neat because you guys brought you know it was just unbelievable great matchup of two bands were you, were you a that fan was, of the Scorpions, uh, you know, when you were younger? Yeah, for sure. And and it was really, really exciting to to do that tour. That was, you know, because I had already been in the band for a while, but, you know, I think that was that was 2012. And um, it was, you know, what was originally their farewell tour. Um, but, you know, selling out every arena in the world kind of makes you want to stick around a little bit longer. So I don't blame them for, yeah. for shelving that whole idea. Um, and, and you know, we we did like a month or a month and a half with them around the States. And because it really was that they were, we talked to them, they were going to be done, you know. Um, they they marketed it like that, right? So, so everybody came out because it was their last time to see scorpions and um and it's you know it's a good match i think tesla scorpion is a good good fit musically so you know geez it was so fun that was the first time that i had gotten to do like a full tour uh, doing arenas and and seeing that sure. that side of it we'd done big shows here and there but never a whole like run um and and so I'll always remember that because it was it that was like one of the funnest things I ever did. You know, it was like, whoa, we get to play to this many people every night. Okay, I am excited about yeah. arena. And and the Scorpions were fucking great every show. You know, they're like Def Leppard, like perfect every night. They never have a bad show. It's always fucking great. The show, the songs are great. They yeah. sound great. They put on a show. The production's great. Everything is is just like top notch. So, um, and they they still are. So, that was really great to to get to you know be a little part of. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, what's interesting is you know, Scorpions have such a huge catalog, um, and set lists are always a big thing for folks, uh, particularly right. some picky bastards like me. So now. <laughs> 
we forward to Tesla, who has a pretty darn chunky uh, catalog as well. So give us a little insight. How do you guys decide on the set list? And give me a few, give me a deep track or two I can look forward to, potentially. Uh, well, you know, that, on, that is, it's a, a set list of the constant struggle, right? No, I mean, just not really, but it, only in terms of trying to fit in all the stuff we'd like to. You know, because, um, wow. you know, we, we, we rehearsed all week um, that last week to get ready for this and learned learned some new old songs, you know, um, and one new new song, a cover. Um, and oh. we, we really want to, to change it up. So we're going to be pulling out some of these, you know, album tracks. But at the same time, especially Vegas being Vegas and residency and being a destination city, people want to hear the songs that they grew up listening to. Mm. And the, the reason, you know, the the reason that they bought the ticket and walked into the venue in the first place is probably your like eight biggest songs. So if you don't play them, they're going to be pissed. Yeah. Right. And I, so, so, right. So we, we have a limited sort of amount of slots that we can really change around too much, but so, you know, that way we get to play all the great, you know, classic songs that people are, are coming to hear, but keep it fresh for the people who come, you know, the repeat customers. Cause we got a lot of real diehards that, that come, that travel with us and come to not with us but you know they come and go see like five shows in a row on a tour where it's like in different states so there's a bunch of people coming to multiple shows here you know we want to keep it fresh for them but oh, just make it an event you know so um we're, we're definitely building you know we're building the set list and and um i think i can i can tell you one or two because we already did them we did a show in redding california a couple mm -hmm. nights ago um mm -hmm. and we uh we did Lady Luck, which was the first time, you know, maybe ever. Definitely wow. definitely since I've been in the band, and that's almost 20 years, so a long mm -hmm. ass time. Um and then we're doing uh an Aerosmith cover of uh, SOS Too Bad. Oh nice. That uh we we made for it's gonna be on our um live record that's coming out uh, later in the mm -hmm. year. So so that was really fun to do live too. We did that live in the studio when we were rehearsing last week and threw it on the album as a bonus track. So, um, you know, it's, that's super fresh for us because we've never done it before. And that's that's a fun one to do live. But yeah, there's there's a few, you know, we're, we're, we're digging out some some fan favorites and stuff that we've never done. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to have that new element to the shows. That's awesome, man. That's yeah, great, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of the things, you know, Dave, you know, uh, and you were just kind of alluding to it, you know, one of the greatest things I think about Tesla really is that, you know, that there's been very little changes really in the band's lineup throughout its career. I mean, you're the quote-unquote newest member that you said. You've almost been there for 20 years now. Right, so right. You're not new in any way. But You know, I always say I'm the I'm the Ronnie Wood of Tesla, right? There like, you go. I'm, okay. I'm always in – I'd be here for 40 years, I'm still going to be the fucking new guy. And new guy I'm yeah. happy to be it. I'm right, sure. to be in the room, you know? Yeah, no, sure. I mean, so I mean, having joining, you know, the you've joined the band when you were in your twenties. Now, obviously, you're in your forties. Did you ever think back then that you would, you know, still be here doing this seventeen years later, playing with this legendary Northern California band? A band that obviously was huge in the Bay Area. I know you grew up there. I mean, this has got to be, I guess, it's a dream come true for a Bay Area guy like yourself. Oh man, a hundred percent. You know, like it, it really is. Uh, it, it's, it's surreal when, when I think about it, and especially mm -hmm. now, now that it's been so many years to think about how, you know, quick it, it all went, right? Because it's mm -hmm. like, it doesn't feel like seventeen years at all, you know, like, mm -hmm. and, and like that's when I think like, oh yeah, you know, back in twenty twelve, like, God, that was a long ass time ago. You yeah, know? Like, <laughs> I know. <that's>, it. <laughs> um, so. 
but it, it feels like two years, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, a couple years ago when we were on the Scorpions or whatever, but you know, um, and, and, and so much has happened, right? We've done, we've gotten to do so many cool things and um, it, it, don't, it, it definitely is, is like a dream come true. And, um, you know, the, just the way it all happened in the beginning, cause you know, I never had wanted to join an established band. I was trying to get my own thing off the ground. And that's what I had always done for years, just trying to, you know, being the regular guy trying to make it in a club band and playing gigs and making demos and sending out packages to labels and all that shit. Like that's, that's what I was doing. So, you know, I never thought, oh, I'll join an establishment, but it all sure. just sort of happened so organically. And there was just a lot of serendipity. It was like, whoa, this feels right. This is what's meant to happen. And um, so, you know, again, added to the to the surreal feeling of it all. But um, I'm, again, just really happy to, to still be here. And, and again, be, it's like, it, we're still so excited. Like, it's still so fun. You know, mm. after even, even just my tenure, that it's still this fun you know like that everyone's like yeah let's keep playing you know it's it's great mm -hmm. yeah no doubt and, and you know another thing too dave i mean obviously just something i want to bring up i know unfortunately we just you know recently experienced the passing of the great gary rossington of leonard skinner oh, you know of course he was the only you know original remaining member obviously uh, from the legendary southern rockers and i know the band you know tesla i mean has mentioned you guys have mentioned you know whether it's on social media or whatever I've always talked about how big of influences, obviously, that you know he was, and just the band, obviously, Lynchkin was himself to Tesla. But as a guitarist yourself, I mean, talk a little bit about how Rossington and Skinner had an influence on you and your guitar playing personally. Oh yeah, yeah, man, I, I love Skinner, and and Gary was amazing, and it was a you know it's a huge loss. Um, we were lucky enough to to do one show. I mean, again, since I've been in the band, we did one show when Gary was still there uh in like 2013 2014 and got to meet him and hang and that was that was really great and then just last year we did a, a whole run like a good month or two with with skinner um around the states and um mm -hmm. that's when he you know his his health was sort of failing so he wasn't out at any of those shows um but damon johnson was there just kicking ass you know like crazy um uh for him and and so they were still just fantastic shows um and you know, I, so I feel really lucky that we got to, you know, be in their orbit at all. Um, and, and again, how great they still are. Um, but like all, all the classic stuff, I mean, Gary's, I mean, God, his, his playing, it's, it's slow. It, it, it's, it's slow and iconic. You know, they're all like sort of vocal melodies, like all the, like, fuck, it's not that hard to play, but it's, it, they're, one of those, th those are solos that aren't hard to play, they're hard to write, which is way more important. Anyone yeah. go, -dee 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 -dee. you can teach a monkey to fucking do that. <laughs> but to, to write something with emotion and melody and just the perfect timing and phrasing, that's grown up shit. That's mm -hmm. the real, and, and yeah, right. a kid, you know? And, they were and just... so that, when, go ahead. No, no, keep going, brother. I, I was just gonna say, that's, that's you know, one of the main things I, I got from from Gary and then of course like I mean he could still burn and stuff and then all the other guys you know like the the Steve Gaines and the the Alan oh, Conkboard yeah. they the the more shreddier kind of stuff um mm -hmm. so there was definitely the acrobatics but done right where it's just so you know unique and and just awesome um and then so you to have the the different flavors of of you know what I think makes great rock guitar soloing you know like the 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 slow hand melody stuff and then the the burning stuff but always all all three of them whoever was in the band was always really uh 
you know, singular in their voice. It always had a thing like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, it's that mm-hmm. guy. And they're like, I don't know which one's doing that solo. Like, you can tell who's playing each solo. And that's also really important. Yeah. And, and it's such, it's so wild that there's going to be three guitars. <laughs> Not just two, yeah. three. Dude, um, and, and the, what, a couple months ago before Gary died, he would come out on some songs and they'd have four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez, I wish I I got to see that because that you know that'd have been fun. Mm-hmm. When you when you uh, look back at you know your childhood and you're kind of growing through the rock scene, what do you, do you like? Do you prefer two guitar bands versus one guitar, or you like it all? And tell us what two guitar bands really resonated with you early on. Yeah, I mean. It... I suppose if if you forced me to choose, I, I'd say I prefer two guitar bands. Um, but I, I I couldn't hold a hundred percent to that, because, you know, because I, I love yeah. so many. One, I mean, fucking Led Zeppelin. I owe me a page. Yeah, and Halen, yeah. like, uh, like, come on. I mean, those are some of my favorite bands ever. Um, but definitely on the live thing, to have the the second guitar, even if it's a dual lead guitar. To have whoever's doing the solo, the other guy's playing chords, it makes it so much fatter. Like even those bands that I love, that it would have been cooler with a rhythm guitar in the background when you're live. You know, however you want to slice it, it still sounds better when there's a rhythm guitar. Um, and then you know, like Guns N' Roses, probably my favorite band. You know, definitely, definitely has had the biggest influence on me as a musician and you know, sort of my whole life because they were the ones that really got me into to trying to to do this like I was already a musician and wanted to just be a musician my whole life but it's what got me into being guitar and rock guy you know and and so that and that's always sort of been the archetype for me a two guitar band and then so again one of my other really really huge favorites would be Aerosmith which again two lead guitar players and back and forth and each guy has their own style and it's it's never empty when somebody's soloing and um, that's I also love Tesla, like dual lead guitar and and back and forth and so, two two styles. And now to be in that, it's it's really really um, special. And and I guess yeah. So I, again, I probably would if I had to choose, I'd say I prefer two guitar bands. But I mean, yeah, Molly Crew. There's so many one guitar bands that are amazing. It's, it's it'd be, you know, it's just sort of different shades of of uh, the same colors. You know. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on the live aspect. Um, I think it's a beautiful art, uh, the two guitar thing. You know, I think nowadays it's a little, uh, you know, we're in a different world, aren't we, when it comes to rock and roll and musicianship and kind of that part of songwriting and all that seems to be lost upon maybe some newer generations at times. Tell us a little bit what you think of the current state of hard rock and heavy metal. Man, you know, that's a really great question, and um, it's it's something I've been uh, I've been getting into more, n- not necessarily new bands, newer and, and some new bands, um, because mm-hmm. it's it's like a weird sort of mix where I feel like there aren't that many new rock bands at the same time. There's endless new rock bands, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. with with the internet, there's anyone can put it out, right? So there's a million bands releasing a million songs every fucking week, but you're not going to hear them because there's too many, right? It's overload. So only a few pop yeah. out. 
right? That's one of the bad things about the internet, right? It's like, okay, yes, freedom. Everyone's leveled the playing field. Anyone can put out a record and you could become the next viral sensation. Probably not because there's a million goddamn other bands, right? And you might be better yeah. than them, but it doesn't matter. There's just too much flooding the marketplace at the same time. So, you know, and whatever, that's, that's, I, I don't know enough about the, the the marketing side of things to 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 give any kind of real, you know real strategy on that. But still, um, it's so it's a weird mix, right? Of of there's not that many yeah. new rock, but there's a lot. So then the ones that do pop out, they're great. I mean, like you know, I love Dirty Honey. I love yeah. you know again some of the bands that aren't new new but but new ish like Hailstorm. I mean the the new Hailstorm record is I mean that's one of the best fucking rock records I've heard in years. Like every song is perfect and there's great guitar playing too. So even if you just are into solos and riffs, that's that record has it. And then the songs are just like top notch classic. They're they're gonna be around forever, um, you know. And and all that type of stuff. And I definitely found that more of the newer bands are on the heavier side. At least ones that are getting you know press and and having hits and you know being on the radio um it's definitely leaning in a more you know like active rock right like those 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 big rock festival kind of louder than life and uh aftershock festivals those those type of, yeah. of heavier sort of almost metal bands um which yeah. you know i like too so it's it's just different you know and and I don't know. Um, am I answering your question? <laughs> yeah. 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 Listen, I, 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 heavy rock, people don't realize this, and people that are listening, there is a whole underbelly of the best heavy rock or hard rock is the stuff that the, are not chosen, meaning the mm -hmm. labels and radio aren't don't elevate up, that right. in some ways has a relation in the bloodline with bands like Tesla, versus what we're being fed is a little bit more of what you're talking about. So it's interesting. Uh, that's what our show is a lot of times is about. It's about helping move up some of these bands in America because mm -hmm. America's not listening as much rock and roll for being honest with each other. But the music, Absolutely. I mean, Rival Sons, probably the best band in the world right now. And they've been around for 12 years, but it took right. them they were like probably 14 years, but it took them 10 years you to be noticed and so we're that's part of what this show is about my other show rock, rock is dead the guest list where we pull out music that's for people a lot of people like me and matt and people our age generation x and right right behind it that has out there and and tesla bands like that have that organic sound that musicianship that two guitar like you said so rock isn't dead and uh but but it's morphed but man, I think there's a revolution coming and it's it's bands like you all playing live and still just it's about the darn songwriting. It's about the, the the beautiful tunes that can be played that don't require a zillion production and you can actually play it live. And that's mm -hmm. a big difference. There's an organic scene and then there's the scene that's being peddled now. And uh, Tesla, you guys belong in that organic scene and just easily one of the all-time greatest uh, hard and heavy rock bands uh, of American history. Uh, well, that's enough for me. Well, well <laughs> thanks, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 probably fewer and far between, you know, bands that are like in that sort of organic five dudes in a room 
playing a song kind of thing. Um, and again, I'm glad there there are a lot of newer bands coming up like that, but the stuff that is m more popular uh, is is usually yeah. not, except bands like Rival Sons, who I love. I mean, I, the, I just heard the, the few songs from the new record that have been released and they're killer, but the last one, Feral Roots, holy oh, yeah. fuck, that record is unstoppable. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. They're one of the most original bands out there. And that's, some, for me personally, that's what, something I appreciate more than almost anything is having a unique sound um, and, and you know, standing out from, from the pack. And those guys, I mean, you can't, like, that's art. Those are weird chord changes and weird riffs. Like, you, no one else could have written any of those songs. Whereas some other bands that might have hits, it's like, well, it's, it's one of those kind of songs. And there's yes. 10 guys in Nashville who wrote one like that last week. It's just that this one is the one that got on the radio. You know what I mean? But like, sure, like, yeah. like, like Rival Sons, like that is so unique. Like they're the only people who can do that. And so I always like artists like that in any kind of genre. Yeah. He is such a unique rock star guitarist too. You see him live, oh, yeah. the persona, and mm -hmm. the way again, he's not riff, 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 ripping, you know, kind of no. adds things along the way. It, it again, it, they're like the shining light that still goes back to the basics and has some retro vibe, but creates something new and cool. So, right, he's badass man. I'm glad you share the same, same sentiment. Yeah, totally, totally. Awesome. Well, Dave, thanks so much. Really appreciate you coming on and talking to us for a bit. So before we wrap it up, I mean, I know you guys got some dates uh, lined up too coming up. You know, I know you got Monsters of Rock Cruise that's coming up. So just talk about a little bit what, what, what Tesla's got going on uh, in the future in terms of live shows and maybe maybe even if you guys got any new music coming out possibly. Yeah, you know, we're, we're working on some new original stuff that, you know, hopefully we'll be able to put out probably another single like we've been doing the last couple of years, like one song before a tour and, um, you know, hopefully... Hopefully we'll get uh, a, a new one um, sometime this year or, or next. Um, but we've got the live record coming out, which is really cool. It's from we recorded at Sturgis last last summer. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty rocking. Um, and then the like I said, the Aerosmith cover bonus track going to be on that. So that'll be you know some new something you know and and uh, something fun and it sounds great. So hopefully people will be into that. And then you know as far as live, we're just doing what we do. You know, hit, hitting the road again and. Um, a April, middle of April, I think we're going out for about three, four weeks, and it, it, uh, the Monsters of Rock Cruises is, is towards the end of that. Um, then we're doing two nights in a row in, in Orlando at House of Blues. I know it's, you know, it's one of those rare two nights in a row at the same place, but now it'll be, you know, now it'll be oh, only two nights, you know, after five, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, look, really looking forward to that. Um, and you know, we just have dates throughout the rest of the year. I, you know, usually we're doing festivals here and, uh, you know, our own theater shows and here and there, you know, so just sort of a um, busy, busy year, um, probably through the fall and kind of all over the U.S. So just just really happy to still be out here doing it and playing some loud rock and roll. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're in Las Vegas, obviously, go check them out tonight. Too late because it's sold out. But there's still tickets available for Saturday the 18th, as well as March 22nd, 23rd and 25th. And once again, Dave, we really appreciate you coming on talking to us. Good luck with the residency and with all the live shows. And uh, we'll see you uh, on the road. Thank you so much for having me, man. Great to talk to you guys. Yeah, thanks so much, Dave. Have a good one, buddy.